0: This is the Voice of My Beloved podcast. We have a special treat for you this time. It's not Braden and I here doing the Voice of My Beloved. This time I have got my parents with me. Noni and pop Up.
1: Yeah, so fasten your (laughs) (laughs) seatbelt.
0: Yep. The funny thing about this is that my mom, she'll tell... What we're going to do today is we're going to tell a story. They're going to tell their testimony um, because uh, one of the really neat things about it is how god works in the generations and he prepares all of us um, and i don't know i just think it's neat to see how god worked in our lives before we were even born and so that's the story that we have here is my parents uh, their testimony plays into my testimony and um, they've got a great testimony, and it's it's really fun to hear. So, But one of the parts of Mom's testimony is that she was a talk show host, right? For, yes. For TV, Christian TV. Sunshine people. The sunshine people, yeah. So I think it's funny that I'm hosting them now. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are going to try to just make our way through... Noni and Pop Popop's story. Um, it's a rainy day today here, and we're getting ready for a prayer conference this week, uh, which we're all really excited about. Uh, guys coming up from Texas to share with us the importance of prayer as a cornerstone of our communities, so um, we're getting excited about that. And let me think, any other things we need to discuss before we jump in? Noni and Pop Popop are the proud grandparents of...
2: Seventeen going on eighteen. Yes. Mm -hmm. With only three daughters. They're the best. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) They're the best grandparents. They travel around to their three dwelling places to be with their daughters all the
2: time. And we've just improved our other two dwelling places.
1: We we decided to uh, stick our three daughters with our presents. (laughs) Yeah. Get even with them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We love it. We wouldn't have it any other way. It's wonderful. We actually are always, all of us girls are always fighting Fighting. for Noni and Pop to come to our place. (laughs) Like, you've
2: been there long enough. Come over here. (laughs) Give us some time alone for once. (laughs) Yeah. No, we love it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We do. It's the only way we would want it. Yeah. Couldn't want it any different.
2: People are really sometimes jealous of our situation, especially these families that have... 10 children they can't figure out how to do what we do <laughs> so <laughs> yeah
1: it, it makes it rougher when you have bunches of them to bunches of them.
0: <laughs> although you've got three all over yeah. i mean kind of scattered in yeah, the country it's kind
1: of tough right now with everybody but mm-hmm. we're yeah. we're doing
0: it it's good you, you all should do a podcast on grandparenting <clears throat> that would be good maybe we'll have to start that up sometime <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're going to jump in um you want to start mom with kind of your testimony mom's g- mom and dad both have a pretty interesting testimony so you can start where you
2: yeah i would say that my testimony is a little bit more crazy than pop Pop's growing up but um one thing we we both grew up catholic and mm-hmm. um i was constantly searching for for god and wanting my peers, you know, I just never had a peer that was interested in God, it was just very rote. And so in fourth grade, um, I did have a vision, and um, that just really excited me, and I told the nuns about it, and they thought I was a little crazy, but anyway, but I knew it was real, and so I was still constantly searching, went through high school, and I wasn't always just the best girl in high school, but, <laughs> but um, you know, I had a wonderful family. I mean, I, I loved my my brothers and sisters, and I just loved my parents, and there were some problems there, but um, my mom, <clears throat> well, I'll get to that later, but anyway, but then um, another experience I had with the Lord was I studied theater in London, and I met a young man who was in a, like, London's Broadway. And uh, he played the first Artful Dodger. And he, we we got together, started talking, and he was showing me in the Bible, John 3.16. And, and he was showing me how you have to be born again. And I had never even seen that. And so we spent time together, we read the Bible together, and um, he was very, you know, interested, but yet, you know, it was really a, beautiful relationship just centered around God. And I was like going through Trafalgar Square one time and there was like a preacher in the square. And all of a sudden, I mean, I didn't know what that was at the time, but I, I feel like I had a, transfiguration was that where, where, I well I mean where I, I just went that's up the word yeah but it's probably true. not the word translation <laughs> yeah <laughs> translation and I was just like lifted up into the heavens and I was looking down and just felt the presence of God so strong so then I was just like wow there's you know and I remembered the fourth grade thing and so but then unfortunately I went back to University of Miami and was telling people about my experience. And this young man kept writing to me. And unfortunately, there there weren't too many people that he knew. He just found this himself in the Bible. But somewhere along the line, he ran into some people. That, it's a cult called the Moonies. And so he got involved with them. And then his letters just started getting weird. And I thought, oh, this is really strange. So I guess this isn't for me. And, you know, I didn't understand at the time that he was searching but didn't have yeah. a way you know nobody told him the right way so i you know tried well, even in
1: maybe maybe it did work out you don't know whether it worked oh, out for him i know him. what his whole it, story it, was his whole story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: yeah hopefully and so you know and then i did things like i was in theater and so i was trying to do things um, in in the catholic church on campus and i was very dramatic so they picked me to do a lot of the readings you know at the at the church but she still gets picked to do the readings (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah that's right and so and then i was doing dance at the wesley center and there was a a little uh a pastor there and he would play guitar and i mean it was you know not too many people play guitar in the Catholic Church, so I thought that was pretty cool. At that time, right? Yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, that's just um, how I, you know, I was just always searching, and um, you were searching too probably, right, yeah, in the well, Catholic Church.
1: It, it's kind of funny now looking back, you can see God's working in your life, uh, but when you're younger, looking ahead, it's harder to discern. Mm-hmm. And so looking back, I can say I did have a searching, same as you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was God things, I, w- I w- had an ear for it.
2: Yeah. But and, you know, when, <clears throat> when you were in the service, you always, you never. Yeah, I always did. Went to, at every port, used yeah. to try and find a church. And well, when we
1: uh, were at sea, we had services on Sunday on our own, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. always, always did that, you know. But, uh
0: which even goes back to your—I mean, even when we're talking about generations going back to your parents. They had a, um, like a righteous yeah. kind of—you mm-hmm. know—they wanted to do the right thing and they yeah, loved they, God.
1: We always had church or uh, or God. You know, in days, those days we would call it church. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know it was uh, power. Uh, I could see back in my father's life that he, uh, was a World War II veteran and he uh committed himself to because of things that happened to him there uh but his choice was to serve god he made a covenant The way i understand if you listen to him he made a covenant Mm -hmm. that he would be in church every sunday Mm -hmm.
0: this was my my grandfather's actually on the he had was in world war ii and am i right he actually was blown was blown up and felt like he was dying and he was yeah. dying really he woke up he, and he, made
1: he it. said he woke up alive so yeah that's the best i can understand <clears throat> it but i think he made a covenant with the lord that he would be in church yeah uh, it's what he thought being the church was following the lord and uh-huh. i think the lord stood by that On yeah right. yeah
0: <clears throat> yeah and he had at that point you were a baby right yeah and he had two little boys and his wife back home and and he was just really yeah a pregnant wife and so um yeah so that was what kind of drove him to to god and and he Mm -hmm. he remained faithful to that i mean he he went Mm -hmm. to church and yeah yes he had a lot of strong convictions it's funny because now as a you know i'm 38 now but i more and more am looking at um pop-up and, and ganda my grandparents and and seeing how much of who i am even comes from them he had a real strong conviction i would say pop-up had a yeah. real strong conviction yes to yes. do the right thing you know yes <laughs> yes, yes might in- involve beating some people up to make that <laughs> <He> <laughs> did. It it's true uh, you <laughs> could he, he lived in philly yes. <laughs> yeah he was
1: he was raised on the streets uh-huh. and uh and raised himself out of that and uh uh, it was, it was, you know, I, I really think the Lord honored that mm-hmm. because he turned towards the Lord, you know, and, and kept this commitment to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was, uh, to Lord. Mm-hmm.
0: They were great. Kept his <laughs> <those> promises.
1: <laughs> I think it's, yeah. I don't know. I think when you make a vow and you keep it, I mm-hmm. think, uh, it might not be the exact, uh, what you call, um, Theological, <laughs> <Right>. biblical <laughs> yeah. thing, uh-huh. but I think his, he turned to the church, to the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. He was faithful. What he knew. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, but when uh, time came for us uh, to, uh, when I got born again, started following more of a bio- biblical, yeah, and following Scripture. Uh, I think uh, that was my step to move up. Mm-hmm. so to speak, my father took me to a certain place, and it was up to me to go a further place. and mm-hmm. just like you, Tally, are going a further place, hopefully mm-hmm. than we are than we mm-hmm. we yeah, we got <clears throat> yeah, it's a
0: blessing when the next generation can build on the faith of your parents. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of what we see today is a kind of degrading faith, yeah, um unfortunately but um but i also just wanted to give a you know I, I might have some aunts and uncles that might listen to this and i just want to say my i've so appreciated my catholic family and so many of them have real sincere love for god um and so i just i just wanted to say you know that, I of that. Oh, you yeah. know it's not yes, like we've yes. graduated some higher plane or something like that but yes, you know this is yes. our journey with god and yes. um and i really appreciate the the faith of of my family like we have a really strong heritage, you know, as far as really trusting in God. And so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't mean mean, to say it wasn't a struggle back then, but looking back, (laughs) I can see the hand of God
2: Mm -hmm.
1: in all three generations.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And probably beyond that too. Mm -hmm. But the hope is to uh, have your children graduate into a higher place than what you started. Right.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that comes with recognizing, you know, not judging the generation before you, but recognizing mm-hmm. yes. that they were doing the best they could, and you know that mm-hmm. there's always a struggle. You know, we're people that were always, you know, we're born into struggles, and there's there's struggles, and everyone's story looks different. I think when we heart, we judgely, we, we harshly judge <laughs> the generation that comes before us. It almost uh, puts us in a stalemate of not being able to move on further in our faith because I think it it's you know so um g- looking back and appreciating the journey of our our um yeah our relatives and stuff i think is yes. is really good mm-hmm. so did yeah. you want to really did you want to give
2: i don't know who wants well to maybe i'll from. I'll go to what happened to me then later on so mm-hmm. then um I went through a was supposed to get married and um, was with a guy and and that fell through and that just totally broke my heart and I was like in really uh, a lot of depression and so all of a sudden we just decided my girlfriend and I that we were gonna move to LA and try our our uh, you know try to make it big <laughs> and so so we went to LA and um, it was a struggle. It, the life is crazy there. And um, unfortunately, I got involved in it. And I was constantly searching for God. And at this time now, I was starting to search for a husband because, you know, I was getting older and that's what I really wanted. It was more than anything is to have a family. And so um, it wasn't right away, but I think about a year and a half, I was in L.A., and um, an old girlfriend of mine who um, was on the soap opera The Young and the Restless invited me to come to Jack Hayford's church. I'm not sure if you're, any of you out there are familiar, but he's very strong. You know, he's strong for Israel and, and prayer, intercessory prayer, and he was just amazing. You know, like Pat Boone was in our church and Amy Grant back Mom's got to drop a couple <laughs> names. <laughs> And so this girlfriend who was on the soap opera she called me one day we were calling we were talking and and I hadn't talked to her for years and so she said I said so what are you up to and she said well I'm going to church and I was like what someone my age someone well she actually was 9 years older than me but she said she was going to church and I said can I come <laughs> I was really Easy. I i know i love mom's story because <laughs> it
0: shows how important like evangelism is and like you know because sometimes we can look at it as like uh everyone knows you know, about God. And it's got to be this big drawn out thing. But like for mom, it was like, I, I think for dad too, both of them were just so looking yeah. for mm-hmm. a relationship with God, looking for the truth that when it was presented, it was just like, yep, yep. that's it. <laughs> so it
2: <was laughs> so like, I went and uh, they gave the altar call and I was like first one down and, you know, it was like a no brainer and just never heard it was the gospel presented that way. And so I, it was like a fast track, like a week later that we had a big tent revival and I got baptized in the Holy spirit. And I was just so on fire and we're going to, you know, midweek Bible studies and was really praying for my mom because my mom was struggling and, uh, she was, um, had alcoholism. And so she was, her health was not good at all. And so, um, I was just really praying for healing for her, and the very first Christian book I got was God is for the Alcoholic, and I was talking to her, and she could tell the difference in the way I was sounding, because before that, I was like, I mean, I even had suicidal thoughts, and I was very depressed just because of the lifestyle, you know, I knew that probably I was already had a holy, you know, I was already probably born again, and it was troubling me the way I was living, and yet I didn't mm-hmm. know what to do. And so, um, so then, um, only a month after I got saved, my mom passed away at 46. And so that was really difficult. And so I flew home. I was the oldest of five, and I flew home to help my dad take care of, you know, the children and just, of course, do everything. And meanwhile, I'm home and, um, I, didn't know I was feeling like maybe I shouldn't go back and so it really helped I had this sweet little Jewish couple that I was working for as a Beverly in Beverly Hills a real estate appraiser and he passed away while I was there with with my dad helping so it's like I didn't have that job to go back to which is very important you have to have a job that you can work your own hours and you're trying to go to auditions and this was perfect and it took me a while to find something like this and so that was another you know, thing that said, maybe I shouldn't go back. And so, um, um, so at the same time, I also, I had a, I had a boyfriend and my girlfriend who led me to the Lord, she like encouraged me that, you know, that unless you're going to get married, that you probably shouldn't be, um, you know, dating this way. And so, um, so, uh, we, uh, so I, I went home and, um, once I figured out that I wasn't going to go back, I started like figuring out, well, what am I going to do here? And so I really loved the theater and I loved, so I started looking at Christian theater groups and I auditioned for the 700 club soap opera, which they were doing at the time. <laughs> and, and, uh, I also, um, know i was just looking for things to do and then i ran across this thing where they were looking for a a co-host for a christian talk show very much like you know 700 club where you have musical guests and you invite people and you talk and so um so anyway uh i started doing that i only got saved in september and i was already hosting a christian television show in april of the next year so <laughs> i wasn't real <laughs> strong in the lord i was still you smoking know smoking cigarettes <laughs> and trying to hide that and you know but it was really neat because we got to meet tons of different people and one of the most exciting guests that i had were from messianic jewish church uh, beth yeshua in philadelphia and i just love those people so i started going there and meanwhile i'm still looking for a husband now, <laughs> looking in the better places <laughs> than Hollywood. So, um, so anyway, um, to tell you quickly, now we're going to get into our testimony. Yeah, so Dad, you want yeah. to pick up on yeah. your,
0: mm-hmm. your story?
2: Uh, well, well ha- we how met? about your testimony with when you gave? Oh yeah. A, a we, large. When well, well, uh, you got saved, how'd you get saved? Yeah. Cause <clears> you <throat> didn't, you didn't
0: really share that. Quite oh now.
1: yeah. Uh, high school friend, uh, hadn't seen him for years but heard that he was having a Bible study and my sister-in-law made me promise I would go to it. And I did. And I was just <laughs> on fire. I just heard the Bible. Being he said, read.
2: he said, can I bring my, my Catholic Bible? I'm going to bring my Catholic Bible. If that's I-, okay. I
1: walked in the door. I told him <laughs> this was the Catholic Bible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>?
1: <laughs> but, uh, I just uh, was amazed at reading the word for just a few weeks and, and, I got born again right there and uh so mm-hmm. that was probably a
2: 1978 year, 1978 Same time as I did but we didn't meet until Yeah, we figured out later that we
1: uh, a year later or four, a, that's 4
2: years 4 years later, later. 4 years later. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but we both got saved at the same time and we actually Okay, yeah. met at a We had a,
1: uh run upon each other. I think I met you at an at G uh creation creation it's uh, a big music Jesus festival 79 yeah uh,
0: cre- oh okay Jesus 79 so that's when you actually met yeah
1: yeah i didn't i thought she was a little girl she had a little brother and i thought she was a teenager yeah she was
0: <laughs> so dad's
2: nine years older than my mom right he just yeah. turned so, 78 yeah. and i just oh yeah. no sorry it's 77 plus one and i'm <laughs> 70, <laughs> 70 minus one so. so you're oh you're 70 minus one okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we so later
1: on we put that together that we remember we had, had met it. in seventy nine. Yeah. And uh and I met you another time at a at a um, Messianic messianic thing at uh when that
2: Beth Yeshua came to Quaker Town. So and,
0: Daddy, your you're yeah. so you're this Bible study that you went to, led by Brian Hennessy, right? Right. Now he is what's his drive? To this day, what's he talking about? Israel.
1: <laughs> Israel. He was he was saying in our Bible study, you know, I'm reading this Bible and it's it's all about Jews, you know, about Israel. <laughs> and he was really studying this out and and when when we met, when I met, finally met Diane uh, on a New Year's Eve, she was talking about a Messianic fellowship in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and uh, it just kind of drew our interest because of Israel.
2: Yeah, well, my girlfriend, who was also a Christian um, talk show person, we went to uh, Big Washington for Jesus together, and um, so she was. She ended up getting a job for a senator, like an, an aide, and so one time she was back visiting, and she said, "Do you want to meet for meet for something to eat at her friends' restaurant? Had these Christian friends of hers had a restaurant, so they and she and inv- which happened by- to be
1: my, one of my good friends from high school days it was he owned a restaurant yeah it was his wife that you met
2: yeah and so (laughs) so um we were at the restaurant and she said well let's i want to go over and see my friend so we were going to go over to the owner and the, the lady who who's owned the restaurant and so she's telling my 29 year old girlfriend i was 29 that she really wanted him to meet this 38 year old he's just hard you know Just really sweet. (laughs) Handsome, good-looking. of course. (laughs) (laughs) So so anyway, my girlfriend, Karen, said, "Um, you know, we're going skiing New Year's Eve. I can't come. Oh, I know. She was saying, do you want to come to this New Year's Eve party and meet him? And so she said, we have other plans. We're going skiing. So she and the other girlfriend, who was also 29, they decided... They were going to go skiing, and so I just met this lady. But I'm a little bit forward, and so <laughs> I said to her, "Can I come?"
0: <laughs> so I want to meet this fellow. <laughs> I lived like
2: what half hour from there, and there was pouring, torrential rains, and I was like out in the country, and I was looking for this. Believe it or not, Zion Hill Road is the road that they lived on, and so I walked into this party, and all of his. Married girlfriends from the Bible study, mm-hmm. they all came t- thronging around me before I could even make it into the living room where he was at to ask me a million questions because they wanted to make sure, who is this girl Lady that's coming, you know, after. coming out to meet their friend. Yeah, right. I, I, <laughs>
1: so when I walked in the room, the whole room kind of lit up. With my personality <laughs> and
2: character. Oh, so, no, this is not going to go with the rest of our story. <laughs> I quietly walked over in the room and sat down. In the corner. <laughs> so Shuffled along was, the wall. Into you, the you had an eye. You did know that I was coming, that so, someone was coming. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I stood up and I was like sort of like a Tammy Fay Baker you know, what were you wearing? Talk show host. I had on a gold lamé. It was New Year's Eve. I had a gold (laughs) lamé shirt on and black, (laughs) you know, capris and a black jacket, fancy jacket. And um, I stood up in front of the whole New Year's Eve party to tell them all about our Christian TV show because we were trying to become a station. And so, you know, that's what I did anywhere. You know, I would go to churches and talk about what we were trying to do. And then I told them all about my favorite church, Uh, Beth Beth Yeshua and so I said if anybody wants to go uh I'm gonna go I usually go every Friday so we can go next week so the whole place practically wanted to go so I think there was about eight cars that went and um this was supposed to be our sort of First time, eight carloads of people. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and he offered to sit in the way back of the gas of the station wagon. Another thing, my strong personality and powerful character (laughs) came through. Yeah. So uh, we why don't
0: why don't we pause? Okay, and we'll save the we'll we got to the part where you meet. Oh, okay. And we'll stop here and we'll start up on the next podcast. So, um. Yeah, well, blessings to you all. We'll see you next time with the rest of Noni and Pop's story. Lord,
2: Yeshua,
0: I love.